Welcome to day 96 of Rockcliffe's 365 Days of the Bible. Today I want to share a highlight from our readings, which can be found in the book of Ruth, chapters 1 through 4. It's the whole book we're taking it today. And we're going to do an overview today, uh, but we're going to focus on Ruth chapter 3, verses 9 through 11, because it, it's kind of a good encapsulation of really the book of Ruth. And here it is. Boaz said, Who are you? And she answered, I am Ruth, your servant. Spread your wings over your servant, for you are a redeemer. And he said, May you be blessed by the Lord, my daughter. You have made this last kindness greater than the first, in that you have not gone after young men, whether poor or rich. And now, my daughter, do not fear. I will do for you all that you ask, for all my fellow townsmen know that you are a worthy woman. Book of Ruth is this incredible story of love and taking care of family, and it's in a lot of ways, a reflection of how Christ brings us in and redeems us. So, real quick recap. Naomi, who is Ruth's mother-in-law, was a Hebrew woman, and they went away into another town because there was a famine where they were, and her two sons took wives. And then her husband, Naomi's husband, dies, and so do Uh, her two sons, leaving three widows. Now Ruth, who was a Moabite, decided to go back with her mother to her mother, sorry, her mother-in-law to her mother-in-law's homeland, Naomi's homeland. And this was a strange thing because Ruth could have stayed with her own people and remarried and been taken care of, but we're told that she refused to let go of Naomi's uh, robes. She, She clung to her, and so Naomi and her went back. And this is the beginning of getting to understand just how worthy a woman Ruth is. She is not bound by blood. She's bound by marriage. And yet she is acting as if Naomi is her own blood. Because Naomi would have been a very old woman. She even says, I can't have more children. Like, I'm past that age. And Ruth didn't want Naomi to be alone without anyone to take care of her. She had no sons to take care of her. And she had no husband to take care of her. So Ruth goes back. And, and goes to take care of Naomi. And we know this because she goes out and following Hebrew Leviticus laws, goes to grain fields where people are threshing wheat and she picks up the leftovers. And this is something that would happen regularly. This is something that the widows uh, and the orphans and the poor would do in order to, to get a meal. We were, we were told in Leviticus that they weren't supposed to go back and pick up the leftovers. They were supposed to leave them. Uh so that people could eat, people who didn't have money, people who were down on their luck, people who were widowed and had no surviving kin uh, directly to take care of them. And so what we see here is Ruth is taking care of her mother-in-law, even though she's a Moabite. She is, she is showing that kind of love and family bond that God actually asked the Israelites to do for each other. And because of this, she's noticed by Boaz. Boaz sees that she is going above and beyond to take care of her mother-in-law like a daughter actually would, like a, like a direct child actually would. And he shows her favor and kind by essentially asking his servants, hey, intentionally leave a little bit more. Intentionally uh, leave food, miss some places so that she could have lots. And don't reprimand her for following you closely. Don't reprimand her. Don't attack her. And 
even more so, actually asks her to stay in his fields where there will be people to protect her. Unfortunately, remember, we're talking about from the book of Judges, uh, an Israel nation that is kind of self-destructing in some places. And people are doing what's right in their own eyes, right? We talked about that. And here we have a man who goes, yeah, they're not supposed to be attacked or oppressed, but we live in unfortunate times. Come here, go through my field, grab my grain, and I'll take care of you. I'll make sure that my men will leave extra for you and they'll protect you. Now, she doesn't actually know that his men are leaving extra for her. But then, you know, Naomi knows, oh man, Boaz has really taken a liking to you. You should go and ask him to be a kinsman redeemer, which was this process by which widows um, could have their family redeemed because when all surviving family members were wiped out because of sickness or war, a kinsman redeemer essentially married the person and gave them children, and those children would be considered the fallen husband's children so that his name wouldn't be forgotten. So in some ways, being a kinsman redeemer came with some of the benefits, which was, oh, you get his territory and whatnot, but also some drawbacks. In other words, you know, some of your children will actually be considered someone else's, and they'll receive the inheritance of that person, not your sons that follow. And we actually see this because Boaz goes, I, I'll gladly redeem you when Ruth makes herself known, hey, you know, you are, you're a redeemer. And yet the person who has the right of kin, so it, it usually went uh, brother, then uncle, then cousin, and so forth, uh, had the first say. So the closer the relation, uh, closer relation to the fallen husband would have first, first rights to be a redeemer. And the man says, oh yeah, I'll, I'll redeem. I'll be the redeemer. I'll take, I'll buy all the land. I'll buy all the stuff. And then he finds out, oh, but Ruth comes with and goes, oh, never mind, Boaz, you can do it. For some of the reasons we talked about earlier. And so Boaz goes and he redeems Naomi through Ruth, who is a Moabite woman again, right? She's, she's showing love. She's so, showing compassion. And one of the things that Boaz actually says in this story is, your second kindness is even greater than the first. Ruth hasn't gone to just remarry to be taken care of randomly. She hasn't gone after a younger man, whether it be poor or rich. She has actually thought not just about her own good, but her mother-in-law's good. Everything that Ruth does, everything that Ruth does is a sign of compassion and love and sacrifice for Naomi. And then everything that Boaz does is right and truthful and justice by redeeming her. The other thing is, he says, all the townsmen know that you are a worthy woman. This is a Moabite, a foreigner who is living amongst the Israelites. And she has found a reputation that is being honored. She has shown herself to understand who the God of the Israelites are. And she says at the beginning of the book, your God will be my God. I'll forsake everything, my culture, my practices, my gods, and I'll embrace yours. And she does. This is the even better part. Ruth is the great-grandmother to David. And David is in uh, Jesus' genealogy. Ruth is actually the third non-Hebrew woman to be incorporated into Jesus' genealogy. 
this is one of those moments where we see in Leviticus when God says, hey, people can come in and they can be counted as my people if they do these things, right? And this is a God that we still serve. He denies no one his presence. His gift of salvation is open to everyone. He is the great redeemer. Christ is the great redeemer. This story is a reflection of someone from outside coming in and understanding what it means to follow and to serve and and being redeemed. Now, the neat thing is, is Christ redeems us before we necessarily understand what it means to follow and serve. He says, profess. And then, you know, as we, as we grow and we learn, our profession of faith becomes lived out in our lives, right? And so, this is one of my, my favorite stories of the Bible. It's just, it's powerful in so many ways. And after getting through Judges, it's a really good pick-me-up of how God denies nobody. And he's not looking for you to be a certain people group or ethnicity. He's looking at your heart. He's looking if you'll follow him. He's looking if you'll love your neighbor. He's looking for you to say, hey, I surrender my way to your way. And his way is better. And thank God for Ruth, because through her, not only not only did she have a better life, but her mother-in-law, Naomi, was redeemed as well and taken care of and in her old age found joy again, was able to, to lift up her face and be glad again. And that's what Christ does. He doesn't just change our lives. He helps us change the lives of others. Oh, man, today today's message is just good. There's, there's not a bad part of, of Ruth. One through four, read the whole chapters, read it again, be encouraged, love on your families, and and go beyond. Because remember, Ruth was not bound to regular customs of the Jewish people, but she bound herself to Naomi through great love. Let's love one another so relentlessly, so ruthlessly, if you would. May you be encouraged by the word and built up in spirit. Join us tomorrow for another highlight. And until then, be blessed.